I was so depraved I went astray The cost was great I couldn't pay It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get set, Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Can to clear my John chapter 3, verse 3, and John chapter 3, verse 16. Amen. So in the kingdom of God, we are entitled to these seven blessings. Say power, say riches, say wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessing. How many people are in church today? I said say power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessing. So, you must always be measuring your life with these seven standards. You must always be measuring your life with these seven standards. They are the standards of the kingdom. They are the standards of the kingdom. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. It is a, one of the verses that I use quite often. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you that he always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Amen. Amen. So the, 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 the motivation of God is that you should be supplied with all that you need in all things and all the time. Amen. So that you have all sufficiency. That is the definition of wealth having all sufficiency in all ways second corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 is the believers entitlement to the kingdom definition of wealth god is able to make all grace which is the spiritual force that makes it possible abound towards you that you will always have all sufficiency in all things that is the definition of wealth all sufficiency in all things so it comprises of material blessings and spiritual blessings as well as mental stability and health so god's grace for us is for us to manifest all dimensions of blessings say amen, amen. and that includes riches as we have seen in Revelation chapter 5. And all sufficiency will definitely include all material blessings. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be what? Might be rich. That is the truth of the word of God. That is why I keep teaching that poverty is first of all a mentality. Poverty, all poor people have low confidence. All poor people have low self-esteem. All poor people have low value for themselves. Because all poor people do not have the right perspective of what the word of God says about them. 
and for what God says is available for them. So all poor people look the same. All poor people talk the same. All poor people act the same. All poor people are ignorant. All poor people are broken. What makes poor people broken is not their face, it's the state of their minds. Depression, emptiness, lack of value, lack of confidence, these are the things that make for poor people. That's why you hear it in their conversations. And all rich people have a lot of confidence by what they speak, by how they act. And they speak the way they speak because of mentalities that has been formed. So poverty and riches is first of all a mental problem. It's first of all a mental situation. That if you are going to walk in the riches that are abundant in Christ Jesus, you must first of all have the right mentality that Christ wants this for you. Amen? Amen. Now, if you fail to understand that Christ wants this for you, you will battle all your life with it, trying to accept whether it's the truth of the word or not. If you fail to accept it, that Christ really wants this for you, it will become a battle for your life forever. That's why there are Christians who live in penury and they live in poverty because for them Christ is on the cross when my Bible said Christ is seated at the right hand of God so Christ has moved from the cross to the throne and he is wearing all the glory and the beauty and the riches for me and that mentality is what I should have Christ did not finish his work on the cross he finished it when he sat down that is my new position. That's why last week we looked at the position of the believer and the place of the believer. Where is the believer? Amen. So poverty is first of all a mental construction. All poor people think poor. All poor people think it's not available. All poor people think it cannot work. All poor people think insufficiency. All poor people think lack. All poor people think emptiness. All poor people think loans. All poor people think grants. All poor people think aid. All poor people think help from other people. And all poor people have a beggarly attitude because they have a low self-esteem. They have low self-esteem because they have not studied the word of God to understand genuinely who they are in Christ. And if you understand who you are in Christ, it must naturally exude confidence in yourself. May you receive confidence through the word in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So, poverty is a mentality. Riches is a mentality. Both of them are found in the word of God. And as far as your eyes can see, that is what will happen to you. As far as your eyes can see, that is what will happen to you. Genesis chapter 13 verse 14 and 15. So the fact that your mother is poor does not mean you should be poor. The fact that your father is poor does not mean you should be poor. The fact that you are coming from a poor background does not mean you should be poor. The fact that you are coming from a place where nobody was rich does not mean you should be poor. The fact that you didn't go to school does not mean you should be poor. The fact that your parents are not alive does not mean you should be poor. As I'm saying, poverty is first of all a mental construction. First and foremost. That's why all poor people look the same. Even though their faces are different. I refuse to connect myself to poverty. I refuse to connect myself to poverty. 
in the name of Jesus. Look at Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. Ask your neighbor, is it possible? Ask your neighbor, is it possible? Ask another person, can it happen? What the person say? The person say it cannot happen. Tell the person, ah, you are poor. You are poor. It's a poor mind that tells people it cannot happen. It cannot happen. Anytime you hear a lot of it cannot, it cannot, it cannot, it's a sign of fear. It's a sign of ignorance. And they, they are what leads to poverty. That's why the places where they don't have schools are the places they don't have light. And the places they don't have light are, are the places they don't have buildings. And the places they have the buildings are the places they don't have money. So poverty is first of all an absence of light that gives you ability to penetrate through the information that is available. First of all, before it affects the structures, it affects the mentality. That's why villages are poor. Not enough schools, not enough exposure, not enough internet. That's why they are the way they are. So poverty affects your mind first before it affects your life. You are delivered in the name of Jesus. Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us for it is written. Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. That we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. The blessing of Abraham. Somebody say the blessing of Abraham. Now look at Genesis 24 verse 1. You understand the scope of the blessing of Abraham. Genesis chapter 24 verse 1. You understand the scope of the blessing of Abraham. And Abraham was old and well stricken in age. And the Lord has blessed Abraham in all things. He has blessed him in how many things? That is the level of blessing you should be looking forward to. I see you being blessed in all things in the name of Jesus. You will not lack any good thing in the name of Jesus. You will eat what you want in the name of Jesus. You will buy what you want in the name of Jesus. You will wear what you want in the name of Jesus. And there go poor people again with their discussion. That it's not all that you want, that's your need. It's a poor person's mentality. Poor people look always at to choose between what you need and what you don't need. But rich people live in plenteousness. They live in abundance. God bless Abraham in all things. In all things. He did not lack. So the poverty that affects people affects them first of all in their minds. This is where you have to escape first. You have to escape the battle here first before you can escape the battle in the physical world. You have to escape being poor in your mind. You have to escape not thinking I mean, poor. You have to escape that mentality. You have to escape it. It will cause changes in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So the riches of the kingdom must of a necessity translate into riches in our lives. The riches of the kingdom must of a necessity translate to riches in our lives. So if we say Christ is rich and we say in the kingdom of God there is riches we are not saying that the riches must live in the spiritual world that riches must become practical in our lives amen amen, amen. amen. yeah so we are not rich because because of a spiritual account we are rich because our lives are going to manifest the physical blessing hallelujah is somebody getting me so the riches we are talking about is not riches in the realm of the spirit just that but we are talking about riches that are manifesting in the flesh is somebody here oh 
So, you are going to find a lot of poor Christians claiming they are rich in Christ. And we are going to find some rich Christians claiming they are rich in Christ. Uh, don't worry about that. Abraham was in heaven and Lazarus was in his bosom. Abraham was rich in all things. Lazarus was begging for bread when he was on earth. It was still a mental situation. Both of them entered into the kingdom of God. But one entered rich, the other entered poor. And I had to sit down and consciously delete poverty from my mind. I cannot lose what I have. I cannot lose what I need. I will get more than I have. I will work in abundance. I will work in sound health. I will work in the blessing. I will manifest it. I decided to build that mentality. Come on. So look at John chapter 1 verse 14. The Bible said, And the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. Have you seen that? John chapter 1 verse 14. And the word was made flesh. Somebody say, and the word was made flesh. So it is not enough when you are walking in the word of God. It must be made flesh. The word that is spirit must be made flesh. The word of riches must manifest fleshly. The word of honor must manifest fleshly. The word of glory must manifest fleshly. You will not need money on heaven. You will not need riches in heaven. Where you will have bills to pay is on earth. So if you are rich in the kingdom of God and it never manifests in, in your life here, you will walk in poverty all your life and you will lack forever and you will go to heaven and the streets are made for gold to pay hot water bills. Heaven is a reflection of how our lives must be on earth. That's why in the Lord's Prayer, when Jesus prayed, he said that, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven is a reflection of how our lives must be on earth. Whatever is made available by God in heaven is how our lives must be on earth. You can imagine poor people, you can imagine people in heaven suffering from hunger. Can you imagine people in heaven suffering from hunger? Suffering from emptiness? How can you imagine that? In the kingdom of God, which is on earth, I have told you that the kingdom of God is the body of Christ plus the kingdom of heaven. So whatever is happening in the kingdom of heaven is the same thing that must translate into the body of Christ because both of them make the kingdom of God. Both of them make the place and the territory where God rules. So if God is ruling in riches in the kingdom of heaven, then he must as well rule in riches in the body of Christ. Same God. How can God have a rich set of children, a poor set of children, because the poor children have not changed their mind to see what is available in them in the, in the kingdom. In the kingdom. And we've also established this truth that our riches is not going to be determined by the economy. Neither is it going to be determined by natural situations. Because our source is God. You remember that? Philippians 4.19 Our source is God. Every other thing God brings away is what? It's a resource. You remember that? Every other thing God brings away is a resource. And God himself is our source. So the riches of the kingdom must translate into riches in our lives. Hallelujah. I see the riches translating in your life in the name of Jesus. Now, some of you will never leave the realm of poverty until you stop looking 
poor, acting poor and thinking poor. You have to leave that realm. You have to leave that realm. A, 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 a typical American has a lot of confidence in who he is. By reason of the philosophy that has been taught him, ingrained from childhood. A typical Ghanaian does not know who he is. Mentality. So, there is, there is always what to do for you to see the results you want to see. There is always what to do for you to see the results you want to see. So, the argument is not about whether God promised us riches. We have seen that in the world. The argument is not whether about our kingdom is full of riches. We have seen that in the world. The argument is how to translate the riches of his kingdom into riches in your pocket. Are you here? How to translate the riches which is available in the kingdom to riches in your bank account. And I'm saying that the answer is that there is always what you have to do to see the results you want to see. Look at Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 verse 37. So what is it that you have to do? We are going to look at some of those things. Amen. Acts chapter 2 verse 37. This is a very important subject and I'm believing God for grace to have time to minister the prophetic. Amen. It's a very important subject. Listen, most Christians are poor and most Christians cannot afford any good thing. Most Christians live in poverty all their lives. And the more you talk about riches, the more they, they get angry. It's so surprising. It's a demon. It's a demon that worries people. And this demon is special to worry poor people for them to be against the subject of riches in Christ so that it makes them poorer than where they are. That's why you see that poor people, instead of them to admire rich people and try to learn from rich people, they hate them. As if the rich people took their parents' money when their parents never completed school after middle school. The poverty also brings with it envy and hatred for riches. It's like a sinner who hates Christ, even though Christ is the only one who can save him. It doesn't make sense. If, you, if there is something to learn how to do, learn how to admire rich people. Learn how to like rich people. Hmm. Acts 2.37 Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Have you seen that? Verse 38 Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So there is always what to do to be saved. There is always what to do to be healed. There is always what to do to prosper. Here they ask the question, what shall we do to be saved? And Peter gave them the answer. So you have to always be looking for what shall I do to be rich? What shall I do to be healed? What shall I do to be strong? There is always what to do to enter into what God has said he will give unto you. There is always what to do. So there are three systems we are going to look at. Spiritual systems, mental systems, and physical 
systems. We are going to start first of all with some spiritual systems and structures. Some spiritual systems and structures. The only way to receive from God is to give. The only way to receive and walk in abundance of riches is to give. In the kingdom of God, we are called to give. Hallelujah. In our kingdom, we are called to give. So when you study the word of God, you are going to see how many times God promised that through giving, he was going to bless the lives of people. Follow me very well today. Because what I'm teaching about the spiritual systems and structures is more important than what I would teach about the mental and the physical. Because every other person, unbeliever-like, can also put into effect the physical systems. Can also put into effect the mental system. But it's only somebody who is born again, who belongs to the kingdom of God, who can put the spiritual systems to work. So these systems are what makes us different from the unbelievers. And that is why a non-believer cannot be able to understand it when you appropriate the protocols of this system. Because it is foreign to them. Satan is their king. Our king is God. We are not the same. Jesus said, you are in the world but you are not of the world. And Jesus told the evil ones, Pharisees, he said that if you were of me, you would have loved me. Because you do not love me, you are not of me. And anybody that my father sent to, the person will love me. It's simple. I said the last time that the fact that your headmaster's food is on your table, that's not mean it belongs to you. The authority behind the bowl is stronger than the room that you are staying in as your office. So we are in this whole world, physically with unbelievers, but the authority behind us as children of God makes us separate and free from people of the world. We are never the same as unbelievers. We never have anything in common. They, they are human beings. We are spirit beings with a human body. They are not led by the spirit. We are led by the spirit. They walk with physical uh, uh, minds and understand. We walk by the spirit. They live in physical places. We live in the spirit. We move in the spirit. We have our being in the spirit. We are never the same. We may have come from the same biological mother but we are separate people because I now belong to a kingdom that he does not belong into and you cannot steal somebody into the kingdom of God except the person gets born again we are not the same we are not the same definitely so let's look at some of the spiritual systems and structures Luke chapter 6 verse 38 Luke chapter 6 verse 38 I see God blessing somebody in the name of Jesus. Now, right now, I see the heavens open and I see the rain of God pouring on people. The Lord said, your business will turn around in the name of Jesus. The Lord said, your business will turn around in the name of Jesus. The Lord said, your business will turn around in the name of Jesus. The Lord said, your business will turn around in the name of Jesus. Oh, my God. I see you going to... Uh, the university, the L something university. I see you trying to meet somebody like uh, the head of the uh, IT computer, whatever unit. That's the person you are trying to meet. Now, I see the administrator rather meeting you and speaking to you. The Lord said it will go through. Yeah, so let me, let me just go. 
So Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Have you seen that? Give and it shall be given unto you. So that in the kingdom of God, we we appropriate the spiritual protocols by giving. Giving it shall be given to you. Good measure pressed down and shaken together. And running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that he met with her, it shall be measured to you again. Amen. So it is giving that determines what you will receive. It is giving that will determine what you receive. If you fail to give in the kingdom of God, you will never receive. In the kingdom of God, you cannot rob Peter to pay Paul. You have to learn how to give genuinely in order to receive genuinely. Am I speaking to somebody? You learn how to give genuinely in order to receive genuinely. So there are eight giving protocols here that I'll talk about, maybe four or five of them. Let's pray for grace to go through. Number one, the first protocol of giving has to do with tithing. Say tithing. Now, everybody in the kingdom of God must become a tither. You must become a tither. Now, it is taken for granted that in the kingdom of God, you must find a work. <laughs> Are you getting me? Now, what that means is that if you're a child of God, you must not be jobless. Somebody did not say amen. amen. If you are a child of God, you must not be jobless. Look at Psalm 1 verse 3. Psalm 1 verse 3. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Psalm 1 verse 3. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So God has connected your prosperity with your work. He has connected your prosperity with your job. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Are you here? So whatever job you are doing is a dominant platform that God has created for you in order to prosper. And in order to see this prosperity plan, you have to activate the protocol of tithing. Every church member and every person in the kingdom must learn how to tithe. Tithe is one-tenth of your salary. You must learn how to give one-tenth of your monthly salary to God every month. You must tithe. Amen? Amen. If you, it's not compulsory to tithe. That's if you want to be blessed. The, con, the condition is if you want to be blessed. Yeah, it's not, by, it's not by force. You get it? If you want to be work in this realm of financial multiplication and success, then you have to learn how to tithe. But if you want to be poor, you don't have to stress yourself in tithing. I have never seen a poor person who is a consistent tither. The, the best I have seen is somebody who tithes and lies through the tithing. That is also for another time. Now, if your full name is Samuel Anotinyako, and you write an exam and you decide to write Samuel Seronyako, is it the same person? If you lie on your tithe, is it, is it the truth? People just lie. Most people don't tell the truth. That's the reason why they are poor. I decided, I was telling my son Edmond that, I, my tithe is more than my tithe. My offering is more than my offering. My seed is more than my offering. I tithe as a person. I tithe as a ministry. I tithe as climb. I tithe as K and A. All of this I tithe. And I tithe more than my tithe. One day I was talking to him. I was explaining to him my tithe. 
he, he, he almost fell. Yes, because my tithe is more than thousands of Ghana cities. My tithe every month. My tithe is more than what I should tithe. I don't take salary from the ministry. So I don't have to tithe. But I say my tithe is more than thousand Ghana cities. So don't, don't, don't be envious if you see somebody buying me a limited Range Rover Evoque. Don't be, don't be. Because when I was activating Luke 6.38, you were activating Matthew 2.22. Right. So, first of all, in order to see the kingdom blessings, you have to understand the protocol of tithing. You have to tithe. There must never be a month that the month ended without your tithe. It is robbery. Mark Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. There are people in the church who have never paid tithe for the past five months. People have not paid tithe for one year. There are people who have not paid tithe for six years and they are sitting in the church comfortably. And they keep asking God, why are they poor? You are poor because you have created holes in your own pocket. Bring you all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house and prove me now herewith. There may be meat in my house. What is the house of God? Is it hospital or district assembly? Bloody fool. You hear people saying that the church is like any other place. Nonsense. And prove me now here with say the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. This is the, the, the promise of God. Now listen. When you tithe, you are not challenging God to prove that he's faithful. God said, tithe, I will show you that I'm faithful. Now, most people bring their tithe telling God that God, you said you will bless me. So if I ask, I brought my tithe, bless me. No. God said, as you are bringing your tithe, already know that I have challenged myself that I will bless you. You don't need to tell me that I should bless you. Because I threw this challenge, not you. I, God, said, prove me. Prove me. Tithe is a test that God gives you. It's not a test that you give God. Ah. I'll pour you out a blessing and there shall not be room enough to receive it. So if you are a tither, expect to receive blessings from God. But if you are a non-tither, expect to receive nothing. Expect to receive nothing. Now, ask yourself, so what if I'm working at a place I'm not paid? What if I've been at a place for years I've not been paid? Should I still tithe? Whatever monies that I would have been given, I will find the tithe of it and give it. When we were in lockdown as a church and we're not having service, I was still tithing. And the ministry was still tithing. Walking with God is a demonstration of faith. Tithing. Tithing. So when we tithe, God promises to bless us. I see the blessing of God coming upon your tithe in Jesus' name. Yeah. yeah. And as I said, when you tithe, you are not proving the integrity of God. God's, God, you, you see, when you are tithe, you are not saying that God, you said us to tithe. If I tithe, you will bless me. That's not the argument. God says, I say tithe and let me see whether I will not bless you. 
You don't need to remind God to bless you. And that's why anytime people bring their tithe, I say that may the devourer be rebuked for your sakes. Now go to verse 11. Malachi chapter 3 verse 11. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. Have you seen that? This is one of the blessings that tithing brings. When you tithe, God protects what you are doing from spoilage. He protects it from damage. He protects it from destruction. You hear other stupid people saying that by tithe, it's not a heaven and hell matter. It's not a heaven and hell. It's like also not going to a good school. It's also not a heaven and hell matter. It's like not having medical, good medical service. It's also not a heaven and hell matter. It's not like staying in a nice place. It's also not a heaven and hell matter. But all of it will affect your life on earth here till you die. And definitely, that's also not a heaven and hell matter. Nonsense. And I'll rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. So if you do not tithe, your, your harvest is a place where Satan can just enter into and destroy the things. Go and read Midas' touch by Kenneth Hagin, you will understand. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. Go and read Midas' touch by Kenneth Hagin. If you cannot read, uh, it's a big problem. It's a big problem. I escaped poverty by finding the answers that work. The answers that work. And I'm glad today to show you by my life that I work in riches. I work in abundance. And it will be multiplied. I believe the word of God. I believe the word of God. I do not argue with the truth of the word. And definitely because these systems and protocols are not of the world, worldly people cannot understand. How can I be raising more than 1,000 Ghana CD and sending it every month? Don't I know what to use money for? I am not of the world. I am not a worldly person. I don't think worldly things. The Bible guides my thinking. The Bible guides my life. The Bible guides my decisions. Not worldly people. What Asamojan says about us, that's not, I don't understand. I don't understand. You don't come close. We are talking about a kingdom with these systems. You say fear. No. Come on now. Two. So, what if you don't give your tithe when you have to give your tithe? There is a calculation for it. It's in Numbers 27, verse 30. Go and read. How you have to add one, one fifth of your tithe to the former tithe every time you don't tithe. It's an it's a arithmetic and geometric progression. It is a serious issue. I keep saying that if you have genuinely given your life to God, you should not be worried giving your money to him. Have you given your life to him? I said, voila. Offerings. Number two offerings. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 24. You come to the house of God, you come with an offering. Expect that when the month is ended, you come with your tithe. These are systems and protocols that work in the ministry and it works in the kingdom of God. And if you are in the kingdom of God, then the rules of the king must be rules that are important to you. Am I speaking to somebody? Yeah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 24.
there is he that scattereth and yet increaseth. Have you seen that? And there is one that withholdeth more than is meat, but is tender to poverty. You, the reason why many people are poor in the kingdom of God is because they do not give their offering. They hold their offering, and that's why they are poor. But the people who give their offering, Bible said they rather end in prosperity. It's a mystery. There is he that scattereth and yet increaseth. He has something in his pocket. He drops it. He has something in his pocket. He drops it. He keeps scattering his seed. And there is the person to who withholds more than is right for him to withhold. And that person rather goes into poverty. Because in the kingdom of God, it takes giving to have what you are looking for. It does not take saving what you have to have what you are looking for. In fact, if what you are already saving is big enough to give you what you are looking for, then you should have had what you are looking for. For example, you are believing God for a car. If you had a car, will you believe God for a car? No. So if you don't have a car, and let's say a car is average, let's say 40K, and you have two CDs in your, in your pocket, as you bring two CDs to the house of God, you are saying, Father, this is my offering. I'm scattering this to receive what I'm believing God for. Motivated by love genuinely to receive what I'm looking for. Now, if you fail to give what is in your pocket, you cannot receive what is from God because God is only going to give you according to what you gave. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. You have to understand the word of God. Listen, poor people always look as if somebody is hurting them. They are hurting themselves. You have to follow the word of God to come out from poverty. Give me Luke 6, 38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure pressed down and second together and running over. Shall men give into your bosom for with the same measure that he met with her, it shall be meted to you again. This is what Jesus said concerning how to receive. He said, receiving starts with what? Giving. You see, poor people always looking for ways to receive without giving. It's impossible to receive in the kingdom if you don't give. You only receive according to what you give. So if you are going to look out to receive something, you must first of all do what? Okay. You can battle with this truth till you change chameleon to tortoise. It will still not work. God designed the protocols of the systems in the kingdom. You cannot abuse God and the word of God and to get the best from God. God is not your mate. God is not your food. God is not a doormat. Uh, most people are poor. I said all poor countries are known to receive things. They receive grants. They receive aids. They receive loans. They receive help. All rich people are known for what? For giving. All rich people. America is giving. India, even India is giving us vaccines. Japan is giving. Korea is giving. China is giving. France is giving. Germany is giving. You turn to the other side. Ivory Coast is receiving. Ghana is receiving. Benin is receiving. Burkina is receiving. What can you give to America? What can you give to America? He shows you that he's a world superpower. And you are an infant. When they say you are poorest country, they say you don't understand. What can you do about it? Is it not true? 
and poor people are always known for what to give. I mean, what to receive. So, you see, poor people have a way of manipulating rich people by looking as if they are about to die. Give! That's how God blesses you. We are here within one year. Look at us, one year. This is a sign of how much I'm a giver as a man of God. And a sign of how much the church is giving. This is one year of church. This is just one year. One year. In fact, it's not up to one year. Let's take lockdown away. It's not even up to one year. This is it. There is a philosophy that works in the kingdom. You cannot abuse it. Poor people just know how to sit on what they have. They're going to say, well, it's time to take what I have. What do you have? What do you have? Where is it? God is trying to bring you out of your poverty into the riches that is available in his kingdom. That's it. If you are poor, it's your choice. You sit on what you have. That's why the widow in Zarephath gave and came out from poverty. That's why the widow that met Elijah gave and came out from poverty. It will always be giving that will bring you out from your poverty. You can shake your head like a bell and still not do it anyway. Things are motivational speaking. That's why you are poor. Poor people have a reason for being poor. Rich people find a way to come out from poverty. So if a man scattereth what he has, he leads to abundance. If a man keeps what he has, he enters into poverty. The choice is yours. The choice is yours. Ask your neighbor, what are you choosing? Ask your neighbor, what are you choosing? What did he say? He said he has chosen to be poor or to be rich. Let's go on. Number three, seed sowing. Seed sowing. Genesis chapter 8 verse 22. Genesis chapter 8 verse 22. Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. Somebody is coming out from poverty in the name of Jesus. While the earth remain at seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. When will you stop sowing seeds? From this scripture, when will you stop? It shall not cease. Yes. If you are always looking out for harvest, you must always be looking out for an opportunity to give. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to be a very mentally strong, intellectually capable, physically giant, and financially blessed ministry. That's it. I want us to build a ministry like Christ Embassy when it comes to money. My goodness. It will happen in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So there is seed time before harvest time. Have you seen that? There is a time to sow seeds before you expect a harvest. A farmer who does not sow seeds when it's time to sow seeds must not expect anything at harvest time. There are two things that can happen. He can steal, they will catch him. Or he will die out of poverty. Because when it was time to sow, he was not sowing. That's why in this church, 
I give opportunity every time we come together as a church for people to sow seeds. You hear how people say, when I sow this seed, you remember my daughter Kezia, she said, and when I came to the church and I planted this seed, I was praying to God about a job and God has suddenly given me a permanent job. And he said, all the prophecies you also prophesied about my life has all come to pass. If I prophesy to your life, we are one year of ministry and nothing has happened to you. Oh, you are, you are responsible, you are accountable, and you are the reason why. The proof is the many other people who have testimonies to share. God is not a joker. Whatever God says, he means it. Whatever he means, he says it. God is not a fool. God is not fake. God is not playing. God is not our mate. So, take seed time to work in harvest. It takes what? Seed time. seed time. It takes seed time. It takes seed time. You have to learn how to sow seeds. Seeds of faith. You have to plant seeds of faith. You have to plant seeds of prosperity. You have to plant them. You have to learn how to plant seeds. Because maize is different from rice. Is that not the case? Uh, watermelon is also different from tomato. So if you want watermelon fruit, what should you plant? Watermelon seeds. If you want orange fruit, what should you plant? Orange seeds. If you want uh, 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 rice to grow, what do you plant? Rice. That's it. If you want maize, what do you plant? Maize. So you plant a seed and you pray and you specifically give that seed an assignment. Father, as I plant this seed, I pray that this is a seed of faith to provoke whatever miracle you are looking for. Then you plant it. Most people also come to church with their offering and their tithe and their seed and they just plant it without giving it an instruction. If you do not have an expectation, you are an unnatural person. If you do not have an expectation, you are an illogical person. If you do not have an expectation, you, you, are, you don't think right. Because as you are sitting here, you expect your church to save you. Is it not true? You expect to feel the breeze of the AC. Is it not true? You expect to hear me. Is it not the case? As we close, you expect to go home. Is it not the case? So how can you come to the house of God giving and you don't expect to receive? It is unnatural. It is illogical. And it doesn't make just common sense. For you to give without expecting to receive. The reason why you are giving is because you have an expectation to receive. That's why you are giving. If you are married and you give sperms to your wife, what do you expect? You expect a child. Or you come, she has put the sperms together into ice cream. Forgive. You, you have an expectation. It is the right thing to do. What do you think? If you are a student, you have gone to school, you never expect to graduate. Is it, does it make sense? Come on. Or you sit in car, you never expect to get to your home. When you have a dream and you sit in car and you are in the car and you woke up, what do you think about it? You never reach. When you sit in car, what's the next thing? You must expect to come down from the car and get to your house. So when you give seeds in the house of God, you must expect a harvest. That's the word of God. Number four, first fruits. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 10. Some of you already are asking me about first fruits. I'll take my time and teach on that one day. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 10. But if we enter into a new year and you have first fruits, you bring... Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9, 9 and 10. You bring to the Lord your first harvest for the first month. 
the proceeds of it, you bring it unto the Lord. You commit unto the Lord. That's your first fruit. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your substance. Honor the Lord with what? Everybody, are you here? Honor the Lord with what? Anybody who told you that when it comes in the house of God, it's not just be about evangelism and when you preach about heaven and hell, that people will go to heaven or people will go to hell. It's not about money, money, money. Go and show the person this scripture. That when you come to the house of the Lord, you must honor the Lord with your substance. People just lie and they, they, they lie on the church because they are thieves and arm robbers. And they think that if the pastors are getting this offering or seeds, they are also chopping. That's why they are angry. But they don't do cut off what the pastors do for people. You, apart from the church, there is nobody who does something free for anybody. I'm telling you. Politicians don't, they, they, the road they construct is in their monies. What do you think? They never use anything that is dearest for us. It's only in the church that you see people are worried about people and they do something for people. And in the house of God, when you come to the house of God, learn how to honor God with your substance. You ever say, I ask for me, the way I honor God is through my singing. Nonsense. So we should we all come and sing and go home. We should sing to pay the bills. Singing to give the screens light. Singing to pay for people transport. Singing to pay school fees. Singing to pay medical bills. Singing to rent this place. We should have as well become choristers. Nonsense. You learn how to come to God and you honor him with your substance. That's how God brings you out of poverty. The problem of Africa is poverty. It's poverty. Just poverty. We are a poor people. What, what do we have? What can you pride yourself with? Come on. And with the first fruits of thine increase. Have you seen that? So let's go on. Next verse. So shall, so shall means when you do number nine, number ten will happen. Is that not the case? So shall thy bonds, which is here, the, 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 the storage system of your, of your habit. So shall thy bonds be filled with plenty. So you expect plenty, you must give your first fruit. You must honor the Lord with your substance. And your presses, which is where we keep the, uh, the wine, shall burst out with new wine. This is the word of God. You want to see yourself bursting out with new wine. Honor the Lord with your first fruit. Honor the Lord with your substance. That's the word of God. If you are poor, you know something about it. If we stand before God right now and God is asking us why somebody is poor, the God will tell the person, you know something about it. And most people think that life will just turn one day. It's not true. You take the decisions that move you from where you are to where you want to be. If a car will, will move from Kumasi to Accra, you don't see the car at Kumasi and suddenly in Accra. Is that the case? You see the car at Suhum. Is that not the case? You, let, you see the car at Konongo, Ejiso. You see it at Konongo. Then you see at the same car at Suhum. You see at the same car has also moved from Sawom. Is that not the case? You see the car is at Amasaman. Now it's at Achimota. Now you go to Circle. If you will move, it will be moving gradually. You will not move from where you are suddenly to a new place. So poor people get into riches by moving out from poverty gradually. By taking the decisions that bring them out of poverty. Don't expect that one day you are here in poverty. Suddenly tomorrow you are in riches. Then you are a crook, you are an arm robber, you are a fraud. And Ghana police is looking for you. My goodness. Number five, honoring your prophet. Mark chapter 6 verse 4. 
Mark chapter 6 verse 4. Mark chapter 6 verse 4. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor. Have you seen that? Anytime God sends you a man of God, learn how to honor him. A prophet is not without honor. So when you encounter a prophet, you learn how to honor him. Why? Because a prophet is not without honor. It's like saying a woman is not without breast. When you see woman, don't you see breast? So when you see prophet, what, will, what should you see? Honor. That's it. You see, stupid people who don't have honor for men of God. Yesterday I had a call. Somebody was trying to reach me from Trinidad. Who gave my number to anybody in Trinidad? Trinidad. Okay. And he sent me a message. He wanted to reach me. I was in a car. He called. I, I didn't pay. He called and he sent me a message that I, he wants to reach me. I told him, I'm busy. I will not reach you now. If I'm ready, I'll call you. Then he said, oh, why is that the case? And I, I sent him four messages. Number one. When I say message with numbers, they are dangerous. Number two, number three, number two. I told him, listen, you need my help. Oh. Well, you, you need my help. I don't need your help. I have not called you and I have not tried to reach you. And I don't know you. And I don't care who you are because you, there's no you can help me. You are trying to reach me for me to help you. Have you seen headmaster going to student for feeding fee before? No. I mean, I don't need your help. If I need help, I know where to go. God has directed somebody to you to let the person reach me so that you receive whatever you are receiving from me. You see, Elijah was the one who received the grace and he blessed whoever he wanted to bless. Moses, the same. David, the same. Jesus, the same. He was walking to somebody touched him. He was healed. Eh, Jesus doesn't need healing. So I told be very careful. Then he sent a long message apologizing. I said, I'll call him 30 minutes time. It's been more than 36 hours. I'll call him maybe next year or next two years. You learn how to respect. Now, most people know how to take prophets and men of God for granted. Me or anybody, I'm not one of those people you can take for granted. I tell you today, tomorrow, and forevermore. You can never take me for granted. And don't think that I'm joking, no. You will see how strong I am when you try to fool. Nonsense. You see, small, small boys just come around. We like them, we talk to them. They are coming to you, are coming to poopoo in our, in our mouth. If we bring poopoo, our mouth will be there for you to come and poopoo for us. We would have been sitting at the public toilet. Stupid. You learn how to talk. You learn how to behave. You learn how to properly relate. What do you have? You see, when we enter into places of riches and fame and money and recognition, the treatment is different. It's poor people now. They, they, something is eating them. Nanka Ryomo. Oh, here? Fita. Bubro. What have we demanded from you? And if we demand it, will you get it for us? Mark chapter 6, verse 4. So if you are giving my number to people for them to call me on Tuesday, tell them that the prophet you are calling, he is a prophet and he's a serious person. Yes, Mr. Crunchy, my mentor gave my number to somebody. And the pastor has been trying to reach me. And they the man of God has been here a couple of times. <laughs> Mr. Granchi told him when he came here for Sunday, he said, 
Uh, I told him that you won't pick the call now. But if he's a serious person, you'll pick one day. That's why even my mentor told the pastor. And I said, oh, sir, I'm sorry, sir. And I told him that, sir, I'll call him tomorrow, which was Monday. What is today? Cash. What month are we in now? Over the into November. anointed we will not give you any room listen let me tell you something the churches that have the men of God succeeding are churches that have built protective systems around their man of God to honor him and not to allow others to abuse him when you enter churches that the churches the church members the pastor is weak and the pastor looks like but it's because the church members look like blessing they don't build systems around them. How do you enter Christ Embassy and insult Pastor Chris? Or ICGC and insult Dr. Mensotaville? Can you go to Action Chapel and go and talk anyhow about Archbishop? You see other foolish people talking anyhow about their past. That's why they look like pantalon. I'm telling you today, it will never happen. Don't cross my line. I will show you how strong I am. And because we are young, you think we, we, are, we are stupid. Mark says four. <laughs> Maybe you think that I'm just talking. You try. Those who know me know me. But Jesus said unto them, prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. You learn how to honor prophet by the way you talk, by the way you relate, by the way you act. But that's money. You know what money do you have? But if there is also a, a time where you have to honor him by money, honor him with your money. Come on. The money, but where is it? We come to tell, we give you breakfast. You go, we give you lorry. Pay your school fees. We pay your medical bills. We pay your rent. We pay your everything. Where is the money that you are coming to use to honor us? Is it not the money we give to you that you are bringing back? A face like Bidieka. Number six. So those people who don't have respect for their men of God and for the church, don't, don't bring it here. It will not work here. It does not work here. It's stronger than appetite. I'm foolish person. So why is it that when you go places, people are following you, they call you papa, papa, papa. I say when you go to your house, ask your mother, or your, mother your father, whether they call him mama. Jimmy, Jimmy. Jama Jama. I call her Jama Jama. I prefer Jama Jama. Then when you go to your house, ask your father why you call him Papa. I'm a father. I have many children all over the world. When him say Sama, I say six. Kingdom investments. You learn how to give to the kingdom of God. You learn how to give to the kingdom. There is something happening in the church. Learn how to give. I will keep saying that this paint that's here, this gold paint, is what it was painted by Raymond. 
these flat screens, it was me, Bernard and who? Me, we fixed the flat screens with our money. This ace is me. This chest, we, we did it. I'll keep saying it. Is the truth? Hey, what is it? Is the truth. You learn how to give to the house of God. You learn how to use what you have to help the house of God. Matthew 6, 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and the righteousness of the kingdom and all other things. All other things, including financial blessings, shall be added unto you. Number seven. The seventh protocol is giving to parents. If you are in the kingdom of God, you have to learn how to give to parents. Someone say amen. amen. You learn how to give to your parents. Amen. amen. Yeah. Now, how many of you will tell the truth? That is one of the things I emphasize again and again in this church. Let me see your hand. If you will tell that truth. It's a blessing. I have trouble with people to their families that they gave me seed and I gave it back to them. Everywhere I've gone. That's what I've done. Everywhere. Yeah. Honor your parents. Learn how to honor them. It's not the other way around. You know? Yeah. Yesterday, I, 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 I was speaking with my parents and my, my, my mommy said, Papa. Every month, I told my mother that, no, don't say that. It's too painful. My mother said, we are lucky. I'll be now. I said, mommy, don't say that. Every wise child must remember the parents and give to the parents and take care of the parents. You don't need, it's not, it's not luck. Your parents must not enjoy luck when you receive, they receive something from you. They, they are surprised. It's so stupid. Your school fees, your health bills, and bringing you up, you, you, the way you are, you, 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 you are. You think it's easy to bring you up like that? That they have struggled, survived. Some of you, people stay with people and they don't even have respect for the people who are taking care of them. You are staying somewhere, you don't pay anything, you don't respect the person. That's how people take their own payments for granted. Yeah. Come and see how. Yesterday, one parent was crying, moving around, trying to find a school for the son. The son who almost had one million in BEC. Come and see how the mother was struggling to find school. And this woman is, she, she suddenly had running stomach. She's not eating for days. She has reduced in weight. I mean, she looks, when, when, when they saw it, she said, her hair, everything looks passable. It's as if she's getting mad. And you grow up and you come and insult that. But God will curse you with everlasting curse. You will see how your children, children today will see you and they will not even recognize that you are even around. They will see you and they will pass you and you will see that yes, you did it years ago to somebody. Be very careful how you treat your parents. Especially, listen, parents are more dangerous when they are old, sick and dying. I'm telling you, they are more dangerous when they are old, when they are sick and when they are dying. That's when the words they speak are stronger. You don't know until Never get to the place where honoring your parents becomes as if they are punishing you. Which kind of parents should you give to? All parents, whether they are rich or poor. All parents. All parents. You, as you sit here, when was the last time you gave somebody something to your, your, your mother? I'm talking about something valuable, something worthy. Somebody sends you 10 CDs credit, you don't want it, then you give it to your mother. You say, my dear, mature credit. Did you buy it? All those people who are doing business and you are using, you are selling your, your, your goods to your parents, you, you, you don't understand. You sell shoes and your mother has bought a shoe from you. 
You sell water. Your mother has bought water for you. You sell food. Your mother has bought the food from you. You don't understand. And some of you are in your homes and your mothers are fetching water. And your fathers are working. And your, your sisters are sitting down. And you are bossu. There's a gentleman who brought me a book. You know, I proofread for people. So he brought, him, he, uh, he brought me a certain book he's writing. I, I was reading. And he, in the chapter one, he said something very stupid about the father. Very stupid. And I, I, I wrote it that What you have written very needless. It's a sign of disrespect. Take it out. How can you publish this for the whole world to read? Even if the whole world will read. How can you publish this? That when I was young, I needed shoe. And I knew my father had paid my school fees. But when I, when I asked him for fees for the shoe, he asked me whether there are trees that uh, produce money on it. Indeed, there are no trees that produce money. And I, 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 oh! Why, why do you say that? Huh? About your father. That your head, your head looks like mango. Salu mango. Your, your head has no shape. Your head is shapeless and formless. Your head like gas, gas substance. Your head like argon. Your head like helium. How can you say this about your father? And you have written it and you are happy. That your father said, your father was angry and he behaved untowardly and he said, there is no tree. Uh, do you think he has tree that best money? Indeed, there is no tree that best money. Hey! Then you can lash your father. That's what you are getting to. You can lash him. You be very careful. Listen, be very careful because you see, this father thing that we are talking about, cry that you, you don't even have a child. Just pray to God that God gives you a child. That's the first blessing. Now when God gives you a child, your child will do multiples for what you did to your father. And your eyes will get when he better. Because your mother has not gone to school, you don't respect her. You see when she's talking, you say, Mama, time a trem. And then Nima and the Nimsa Yoa are pie. Oh, Mama, time a Time a dream, as soon to me go higher than you. What does the blue light I say? Nina Ben may be crammed, my name Gasso, but poor Grandma Wallo. The owner would be. I mean, Buffuna one day or far as Sanka not the Pimwa, so a kumo. Honor your mother, honor your father, and learn how to honor them as they are alive. Say amen. Don't wait for them to die. Don't wait for them to do it. To die. You know that's what Africans are good at. Oh, the person needs 10,000 Ghana for medical bills, surgery, they won't pay. When they die, they say, they have 35 million. 35 million. And they have 60 million. They have 80 million. They have 350 million. When the person needed just 100 million, you couldn't provide. But when the person died, you had 350 million to do a funeral. You're a typical.
have accounts. That's the spirit. That's the spirit. They will not help till you are dead. I remember one funeral we went to. When, when we were done and the budget and everything, they realized that they had made money than the money they, 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 they invested in the funeral. Then the Bushapin went to stand at where the woman's picture was. Hey, who is on my bow? Who is on my bow? Oh, Christ. Anytime you see a poor person, that person does not give to his parent. And if you give to his parent, it's when he's happy with the parent. But see, you at your age, you are tired. You at times you are not happy with your parent. You, you that you have not bought boxer shorts before. You have not bought white chapel before. White chapel. The boxer shorts you wear, they are written boss. Boss must be B O S S. They are written B U S S. What is that? Boss or what? Asia. You. You are not happy at your parent. You, you can say that this month is not a month that I will give to them. Hey, be careful. Huh? If you are wise, every week, every month, every year, you should give a seed to them. If you are wise, that's if. Their birthdays, Father's days, Mother's days, things like that. So, hey, now last week I had a man with me. This week I had Father's day. Hey, no, no, me, me, Do you know how many times they took you to hospital? You. Do you know you you, you were a sickler? It's God who saved you. You were a sickler. Who you yale for? Nyamina Joe, a boagare. You are a sickler. You are who down when you have a bosom back. Oh, and I and I will say, and School fees, I can see any school fees, school fees, school fees, school fees, school fees, printing fee, printing fee, printing fee. Now, when Kashi University, so I went to Mount Kobe, Polly, I want Kobe, education, I want Kobe, what's the Hossa, the Braca? Why is that Ben to this year, Kosa, and as I am for Now, you don't have respect for your parents. Why Ben to idea in Domina? Forgive. <laughs> oh gosh. Poor people don't know how to give to their parents. Then, if you have a situation where maybe your mother is late, you are just left with your father alone, you should give your father double. For the double care, double responsibility to be mother and father for you. If you don't have mother and father and you are staying with somebody, you should give that person triple. For the mother and the father and the person in him. I show up with you, so you still you still want your parents to take care of you. I 
at your age that if they don't get you are angry at this age when now you should be learning how to give to them when they don't give you you are angry Malachi 1 6 a son honored his father have you seen that I, are you people in here today yes, a son honored his father and a servant honored his master if then I am your father, where is my honor? When you tell you see your father, that's the question he's asking you. Where is my honor? You say I'm your father. Where is my honor? You say I'm your father. Where is my? You say I'm your mother. Where is my honor? That's it. You you, you let your mother still fry old cloth. Oh, when they die, they'll go and go, go buy new one and say, "Yeah, the mouse say what? Say what? Kwa fa fa try apple, but how would you mean you say?" Jesus. And see a mouse cassai, Odrona, Yabesaus, Sika. Africans and our love for dead bodies. Are we scavengers? Are we scavengers? Are we vultures? Are we. What, 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 what are we? Uh? This I say, I didn't say I am penny. I say, pay your dish out of form. Your dish out of form. Take care of your mother before she dies. Take care of your father before he dies. Now, I could do a Bible. Near friend of Ham. No, Nini, you are shame, Najafet. Now one day, my papa born water on it, and when I back up, we was we make sure that shwa ni shwa kitwa shwa bolo. E shwa pain, shwa ni mi wuzi. When he went, he went laughing. Bible said in Hebrews that he went out publicly telling others. That means that as many people as he saw, he told them. The other two sons came in in the tent. They did not turn. To go there, they turned their back and they went. And they covered their father's nakedness. And that father was Noah. And Noah was drunk. I'm sure he had taken some alomo. He had taken some. Sir, like the swabitis. And when Noah woke up in his drunken state, he said, Curse be the son of mine. He shall be a servant of servants. He will not be a servant, though. He will serve servants. He will not be a slave. He will be a slave to slaves. His destiny was sealed. When he saw his father's nakedness and he laughed and he giggled. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Are you here? To leave Ghana, you have to leave your home. Do you know that? You leave your house. Then you leave your area. You leave your town. You leave your city. Then you leave your country. Now, if you leave Ghana, you have just left your home. Have you left Ghana? Uh -huh. What if you leave your area? Have you left Ghana? Okay. There are things to break continuously. To come out from all of them. Don't use one that because you have done one you have done everything hmm. 
Say the Lord of hosts unto you, O priest, that despise my name. And you say, wherein have we despised thy name? You see, if you don't have respect for your parents, you are despising them. You see children who grew up and they change their names. They change their surnames. And sometimes you see the anger and the frustration children have because their mothers did not marry their fathers. Listen, that case never use your mouth to enter into it. Because your father wanted to marry who he married. And you can marry bamboo, baobab, cockroach or crab. That's your own life. Leave your father to marry who he wants to marry. And if your father also does not want to marry, eh, 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 listen, it's too late to change your father. And it's too late to advise your mother. <laughs> so when I advised my mother, she did not take. I was so surprised that that's a human being, she doesn't take advice. You that you can't, you can't spell advice. You can't spell it. <laughs> it is too late to change your parents. It's too late. Uh, do you know who your parents are? Your parents are the people who gave birth to you that when you were born, they held you. Eh? And they said, God, thank you. Thank you for this trouble. Thank you for this suffering. Thank you for this disrespectful one that's about to grow out of our hands. Thank you for weed smoker. Thank you for cocaine smoker. Thank you for prostitute. Then they name you. Now you have grown. You have grown. Verse 7. You offer polluted bread upon my altar. And you say, wherein have we polluted thee? When you are giving useless things to your parents, it's an insult. Don't give useless things to them. You see a boyfriend who has not paid anything and you see the girl doing the best. Hey, me say, 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 did you come to school to cook soup? There is no course in KNOS called soup, soupletics or soupology. But you see the ladies with baskets and, 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 and napkin. Where are they going? Where are they going? Where are they going? They're going to give you a foolish boy. So do tell, 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 say, tell, everything now, we're saying, yeah, how funny. We're too ready. 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 We're who paid their fees? Who went for loans for loans to finish their fees? If you are ungrateful, eh, it's just because you are forgetful. 
and if you are forgetful you have chosen to forget but choose to remember choose to remember when your parents were there for you choose to remember when everybody rejected you and your parents still invited you home choose to remember when they prayed for you choose to remember when they when they motivated you choose to remember when they encouraged you choose to remember when they laughed with you and they sat with you and they did things for you and they provided for you choose to remember and when you are trying to forget may God cause you to remember once again that's why I said that anytime you are about to do something to somebody who has done good for you eh, just wait and remember one good thing the person has done and just let it be just let it be because yejina eh, my father told me this yesterday that yejina ebia akontons ni etwa ebia etne if you want to go somewhere far you will pass somewhere that's really crooked but you stand at somewhere that's crooked before you get to somewhere that is far so be careful before, be careful when you disrespect people because you think they have not gone far and they are your parents but they have not gone far and this is your far some people are just under curses because of how they relate to their parents if your parent does not curse you with her words the word of God has laid curses for uh, wait let me find one sweet one for you let me find one sweet one for you may you become a wise son in the name of Jesus let's go on to it our time is far so I prophesy to one or two people giving to the needy and poor giving to the needy and the poor giving to the needy and the poor as a child of God you must learn how to give to the needy say amen, amen. you must learn how to give to the poor say amen. amen there are always poor people around us do you know that oh, let, 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 give, look at Proverbs chapter 30 verse 17 and put that scripture down so that we can pray then I minister hallelujah Proverbs 30 verse 17 the eye that mocks at his father already some of you have passed the test you have passed this one you have mocked at him so and despise to obey his mother you don't obey your mother the ravens of the valley shall pick it out and the young the ravens of the valley shall pick it out and the young eyes shall eat. The young eagles shall eat it. What are they eating? The eyes. When your eye mocks your father, the ravens will pick your eyes. You can never mock your father, mock your mother, disrespect them, dishonor them, that you ever fulfill your vision. You ever fulfill your assignment. It will never happen. This case is for, it's before he even talks. Proverbs 30, 17 is in the Bible. It's already there. Be careful. Be careful how you walk with mothers and fathers, spiritual mothers, spiritual fathers, pastors, priests, biological parents. Be careful. I said me, eh, I should have become an example of somebody whose life will be destroyed. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Me, I'm a, I'm a tornado. I'm a tornado. You can't stop me. Yeah. But I have to learn how to channel my energy in the right way. By the help of the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you. 
it would have been my life would have devastated by now yeah be careful be very careful and may you be one of those sons that when your father or mother is about to die they will call you privately and say kneel down let me pray for you may you be like that yeah when I go to the homes of people and I pray for them and I minister, they are happy. When I'm going, I say, please pray for me. And when I say, pray for me, they are about to pray. When I kneel down, then the parents are, oh, why do you kneel down? I say, I, listen, I'm a prophet too. But there is a unique blessings that parents bring. Hmm. Ah. And you see some foolish people go and apologize and the way they apologize is as if they are fighting with their parents. Uh, if you say I've done what is wrong, me, I didn't know I've done what, but if you say I've done what is wrong, I'm here to tell that what I did, that is wrong, that you say is wrong. Uh, anyway, it's okay. <laughs> I remember one young man who ran mad. He ran mad. He was, he was Frank's mate in JHS. He ran mad. He was called Francis. Francis Asari, eh? The guy got mad. I was there when we brought him to me. He was he was talking. He was he was, I mean he was off. Then three or four guys they knew me, so they came around. They said, "Let's pray. Please pray for him." And I laid my hands on him and I prayed for him. And when I prayed for him, the insanity left him suddenly. Some years later, I think we were sitting somewhere, and the guy came to pass or something. And he wanted to disrespect. And I called and I said, "Hey, if it's not me, can you be mad? You'll be madder." Eh? Say no, no. Calm down. Calm down. You are not my child. You are my child's child. Eh? Say, calm down. You are, you are, you are too young. Don't destroy your life. Yeah. And I, I taught him how to apologize properly. Say no, no. One day we were walking in town. Somebody, Frank's, one of his friends saw me, and he called me. He said, Prince. You know, we're passing Albert's place. He said, Prince. And I said, Hey, how do you call me, Prince? You are my younger brother's mate. Never say that, eh? Call me Brad Prince. Nonsense. Stupid. Are you my mate? Don't do that. Foolish boy. Say, I'm sorry. I said, be better be. Nonsense. Don't find problem for yourself. What is on my head will fight you for your, for forever. The Bible said that this star that is born is like a rock. If you stamp on it, you will crash. If it falls on you, it will break you down. Ha! You see how I pray for people, they fall down. I anoint people, I speak, it happens. Don't, don't, when I'm even asleep, don't talk about me. You don't know. Do you know why we are here? We are here because we know how to walk with the anointing and the anointed. Yeah. I say, I never say that. Eh? Stupid boy. Foolish. You, 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 you will destroy your life, oh. Hmm. Hey. Forgive. Yeah, give it to the needy and poor. Let's look at the Proverbs 19, verse 17. Let's pray. Proverbs 19, verse 17. Ask your neighbor, when was the last time you gave something to your parents? Ask your neighbor. Ask him, what did he say? What did he say? What did he say? When I try to give to them, they say I should stop because I'm too young. That's what every good parent will say. Because every good parent wants to protect your life. And wants you to also have something. But at the same time, it's also a test for your consistency. And a test of your faithfulness. And a test of your willingness to do what is right. Yeah. Yeah. 
and they will be watching you and they will be seeing and parents know the differences among their children careful now so God as I pray as you increase my salary I will also give something to my mother but as you have not increased it where will I get it to give to them oh God Proverbs 19:17. He that had pity on the poor lended unto the Lord, and that which he had given will he repay him again. Have you seen that? When you give to the poor, God will pay you. I see God paying you in the name of Jesus. And that's why I want you to develop the habit of looking around and seeing who is poor, who is wearing the same clothes, who is wearing the same shoes, who is not coming around, who is always complaining about money, who is always acting a certain way. You have to watch them and you have to know them and you have to give. You have to, you have to give. Almost everybody in this church I have helped financially before. Almost everybody in this church. I'm telling you. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. And if I have not helped you financially too, I don't owe you a dime. I don't owe you. When you entered, it was Harvest Fields Microfinance. Harvest was saving and loans. Harvest was kind of for Yata. Don't bring yourself. I don't owe you a dime. What's say Any money? And also, I'm help. No, he never came. Forgive. I'm going to my housework as Carla Bites. I'm going to do my home. I'm going to do my home. If you make just to help what you are doing, just to show that I believe in what you are doing, it's not my work. I'm a pastor. I, I'm not. I'm not a controller of accounts. I'm not working at internal revenue service. Be careful. There are some of you when you see me, you see, you see your, that your money is with me. Come and take it. When you see me, you feel your money is with me. Come and take it. Forgive. Yeah, look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 3. Then we pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God will turn somebody's story around. Matthew chapter 6, verse 3. But when thou doest alms, that's when you give to the poor, let not thy left hand know what your right hand doeth. Amen. When I see this scripture, I see what people do on Facebook when they give to people. I always laugh whether they read the Bible. When they give, so we went to we went to our Triberiate Memorial. They said to give their children soaps and pencils. Jesus said, When you give alms to the poor, make sure that as you give with your right hand, even your left hand does not see it. Why do you advertise your giving? Why do you make your giving public? Why do you tell people the people you have helped? When you do that, there is no reward in it. There is no reward. I have helped one million people and over. Yet I, nobody knows how much I've given to who and for what reason. I've never done anything like that publicly. I don't need to. Yeah. And I don't even wait for people to do that. Thank you. God bless you. I don't like that. Just let's move on. Charlie. I'm even sad that I've not been able to give you all that you are looking for. That now we should make a, a story out of it. So when you give to people, nobody should see. Amen. Verse 4. That thine arms may be in secret. It may be where? So when you are giving to people, where should it be done? It, where should it be done? In secret. You don't give to people openly. 
You don't give to people for everybody to see. Even when I'm working with my beloved and we are picking a car or she wants to buy food, I don't even like giving her the money for people to see. I tell her that. If, if you needed money, you should have asked me when we were in the car or something. I don't like it. I don't want people to see that I'm giving you money. I don't like it. It's not my style. But I ask for you. Oh, la, la. You give people 10 cities, say, hey, uh, Jennifer. He say, yeah, say, 10 cities, open one, one city, and now two, two cities. And now five, me, and they also me, fan, Oh! Forgive. Then you don't know what to say. You say, Maninka. Forgive. Me, why do you need the money? There are people who, who, who are buying food for others to, to eat and we are in a line, we are in a queue and you buy your own. Just go and sit down. Then when you sit down there, you say, Metiyama, why? Who do I, 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 who in secret. In secret. Never give for people to see. That's what Jesus said. This is as important as how he died on the cross. It's the same Jesus. <laughs> Don't tell me that. Me <laughs> kill one say. I my yama we are say. My boy open you. My boy open. It's too much. Do it in secret. Amen. Now, when you do it in secret, what follows? And your father, which is who sees in secret himself, shall reward you openly. So, when you give to the poor in secret, where does God reward you? But when you give openly, where does God reward you? He doesn't reward you at all. Because you already have your reward. People have clapped for you. you have, they have saying, hey, you are done well. When you give to people, do it in secret. Sometimes when you see us and people, God is giving us things. He's giving us things publicly because of things we did secretly. You don't know, yeah. Because of things we have done for people. I was talking to Nanama recently and she said, Papa, as for you, you have built people, you have impacted people for long. I said, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anything I need, I'll get it. If I, if I, if I say I need it and I say I'll put my leg down, I'll get it. Just that, me, I don't like that. Yeah. There are things you do for people secretly. There are, there are companies that I have shares in them. There are, comp- there are people that I have a say in their things. Major. Major. Yeah. I've done secretly that has brought that open. You know. And as you give to the poor secretly, God will reward you openly. Amen. Yeah. yeah so don't be, don't be making a fuss about paying people's this thing and telling everybody about it. It's not nice. It's not nice. It's not nice. So see, these are spiritual structures we are looking at today. Next week, we'll look at the mental structures we build. Then the next week, we'll look at physical structures. But I want us to profess. I want us to pray so that I prophesy. Hallelujah. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say, Father, as I pray this month, may I walk in riches concerning my businesses in Jesus' name. Clap your hands. Let us pray. You have received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word, accept it, adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, 
podcast and YouTube via the handle Prophet Ohinibe Queen. You can also meet him live at the Mountain of Results Auditorium, Dansuman Market Complex, Accra, Ghana. Stay blessed. To clear my path, clear my path.